37th parallel on America's haunted highway, it's Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange. Welcome back to Pixelated Paranormal, episode 228, and I am Batman. <laughs> Does that make me Robin, or does that uh, make me like uh, the Riddler? Baby, you can be whatever you want to be. I could be like Mr. Freeze. Everybody get down! <laughs> it's 2022, buddy. This is a safe zone, so be whatever you want to be. I can even be Bane. <laughs> well... Anything Bane-wise has to be better than Tom Hardy's Bane, because that was a fucking disaster. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was terrible. Boy, howdy! How do you how do you top Dark Knight Rises though, or was it the Dark Knight? Whatever Batman had the Joker in it. I, how do you top that? That should have been right. your number three in a series. Yeah, that uh, so that was Dark Knight, and then Tom Hardy was uh, Dark Knight Rises. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. See, it was bad enough. I just forgot what it was called. Um, let's go ahead and apologize before we get too far into the episode. I still sound like your favorite great uncle who's been smoking since he was four because I still have the crud, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but we're not going to let that stop us. We're going to put a pause button on talking about dead stuff and we're just going to deliver a couple news updates we found in the news recently. And then hopefully by next time I'll have my singing voice back and it won't sound like I'm going through puberty again. And we'll get back (laughs) to the nitty gritty. (laughs) The editing, this is going to be a nightmare from all the coughing. So before we get started, Preston, anything new with you, buddy? Mm, Nah, not really. Fair enough. We'll take it. We'll take it. Sometimes no news is good news. That's right. And Steven will be back with us next week. Well, first up in our series of news stories. I want to talk about the strange disappearance of Dylan T. Pickle. Now, if you're not familiar with who Dylan T. Pickle is, that's okay, because we weren't either. Now, this first story comes from NPR.org who made it very apparent they are the kings and queens of pickle puns. They don't relish in telling kids this, but it's kind of a big deal. The Portland Pickles baseball team says their beloved mascot, Dylan T. Pickle, has been stolen, and they're seeking your help in bringing him home safe. Our tale starts in the Dominican Republic, where Dylan was making an appearance at a Caribbean baseball series. He was due to return to Oregon via New York City on January 31st. But a week later, the team tweeted out some jarring news. Alert message from Delta showing a bag that he was traveling in had been lost somewhere at John F. Kennedy International Airport. They said you win one championship this century and think you're too good for storage on an airplane. And then you're lost. As days passed, the team put out multiple APBs, which we're assuming stands for All Pickles Bulletin Jesus Christ Calm Down NPR, and they began sharing missing posters and calling for the help of the public. 
The team had stressed multiple times the whole thing wasn't just a prank gone sour because member station OPB reports Dylan the Pickle does have a reputation for hijinks. Still, though, team officials are assuring the public at this point they weren't gurking anyone's chain, for fuck's sake. We're definitely known for being a funny and joking team, especially on social media, and we understand that that kind of boy-who-cried-wolf scenario might be prevalent here, but this is definitely not a joke. Now, Dylan's story takes an incredible turn from here, where last Thursday, the team shared that Delta had found the mascot and delivered him to their home office. But hours later, he went missing again. Instead of being welcomed back with open arms, Dylan was again snatched from the front porch around 5 a.m. local time and carried away by an unknown assailant. The ring doorbell footage shows a man wearing a jacket, a hat, and over-ear headphones, and a backpack. He bends over, grabs a canvas bag that housed Dylan T. Pickle, and took off like a thief in the night. Where's your pickle puns now, NPR? I think he got lazy. <laughs> this is turned from a mistake by Delta into a crime, says the Pickles. They're now calling on the people of Portland to aid Dylan in his safe return, even offering a reward, no questions asked, for the safe return of Dylan T. Pickle. They told the station that Dylan is priceless, estimated it would cost at least a thousand or more to replace the costume. So if you've seen a giant pickle in a baseball costume riding a bicycle flipping everyone the bird, you should do the right thing and call Price <laughs> Priceline. <laughs> no, don't call Priceline. Call Crime Stoppers. Oh boy. I'm just uh I'm just pissed because you know what? Fuck you, Portland. You guys yeah, Portland. You guys get uh the the fucking Portland pickles and we get the Wichita wind surge. So <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that happened. Well, that happens when too many people get together and no one has a good idea. Yeah. Boy, howdy. Well, we're going to move things slightly to a more serious tone from KFIAM640 at iHeartRadio.com, where a mysterious liquid has been falling from the skies in Las Vegas, and no one knows why. Some Las Vegas residents in one eastern neighborhood have recently been confused for over a week now as a mysterious brown and black liquid has begun falling from the skies, peppering their vehicles, homes, and backyard equipment. The brown and black droplets have been spotted all over the properties near Hollywood Boulevard and Charleston Avenue. Marco Cervantes says he's found droplets on his home, his car, his RV, his basketball course, and more for over three weeks. It could be grease or oil, but I don't know. It's hard to maintain my vehicles, and it's very, very difficult to be outside my backyard, knowing I can't even cook or barbecue anything because of these weird droplets. I don't want them anywhere near my food. Other neighbors in the area say they too have experienced the same exact thing with no explanation as to what it could be. Cervantes took it upon himself to contact the Federal Aviation Administration to see if possibly these mysterious droplets could be coming from airplanes overhead. Sadly, he's gotten no response. He also wonders if the substance is toxic or harmful to his health. 
He said, I'd like someone to take action and help me determine what this could be and to find a solution. I think the problem is, though, contacting the um, aviation administration is probably going to not bring any real help because everyone's too busy looking for Dylan Pickle. (laughs) (laughs) So nobody knows exactly what that weird chemical could be. It's not the first time weird globules have fallen from the sky. I remember an episode of Unsolved Mysteries where a strange jelly had fallen from the sky um, all over somewhere in the uh, Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Well, let's keep our eyes on the skies, Preston, shall we? From Ripley's Believe It or Not dot com. A mass of fireballs streaked across the Puerto Rico skies earlier this month in February in a dramatic and otherworldly display. Was it America's second Roswell or perhaps the planetary invasion that tinfoil hat wearers have been predicting for at least two decades? Nope, not at all. Instead, these strange videos of these streaks across the sky are the visual aftermath of a geomagnetic storm that knocked out 40 separate Starlink satellites out of Earth's orbit. Now, they're designed to stay low in the atmosphere, which allows those to be easily wrangled in case of failure. However, the orbital range also leaves them vulnerable to geomagnetic storms. Well, after a gust of thermal fireballs from the sun, they were all sent willy-nilly, flying across the evening sky. So I don't know, maybe the two could be linked together. Maybe this is some kind of oil or chemical flying off of these satellite X, or these uh, SpaceX satellites. Hmm. Maybe it's like, uh, oh, like radiation or uh, like like a coolant, you know, like in your radiator, how it's like green and shit. So maybe oh, it's yeah. like a, maybe it's just a coolant from the rocket and but they fucking dollar store that shit. And then it's like exploding <laughs> and dripping on everybody. Oh, surely Elon Musk hasn't cut any corners for the sake of saving a penny or two. Uh, he might. He's got to beat. <laughs> he's got to beat out Jeff Bezos. That's true. Well, don't look down just yet, guys, because shocking footage from Newsweek.com has shown hundreds of birds mysteriously crashing to the ground, dead. And the video has sparked wild conspiracies. Footage in the video captured by local police in Mexico show a residential street in a town I'm going to butcher... Cuauhtémoc City suddenly had become blanketed by dead birds as they dropped from the sky mid-flight. Some of the birds lay dead in the street while others managed to fly away. The birds in the footage were yellow-headed blackbirds and were migrating to travel south to Mexico and Central America for the winter from where they were residing previously in Canada. When these birds migrate, they travel in large flocks. It's highly unusual for so many of them to fall from the sky mid-flight. The video, which was shared by multiple Mexican news outlets, has now gone viral. Many social media users were spooked by the footage, sharing their theories about what they thought it could be. Many people online said the birds may have inhaled toxic gas while flying, something that may have been coming off of radiators or heaters in the area. Others suggested they were possibly electrocuted by local nearby power lines. One other social media even went on to say they flew into an invisible alien hovercraft. 
Others say the birds may have just been flying too close together and forced each other to the ground because the flock was simply too large. Local investigators have said most likely what the cause was, however, was electromagnetic fields coming off of all of the technology in the area simply threw the birds off. But oddly enough, Mexico's not the only place this has happened. From the BBC.com, Pembrokeshire, hundreds of dead birds are found after a fall from the sky. This is from four days ago. About 200 birds have died overnight in a mysterious circumstance near the village. The birds believed to be starlings were found between Waterston and Hazel Beach, Pembrokeshire, on Thursday evening last week. Pembrokeshire Herald editor Tom Sinclair said there were 50-plus birds on the road. You could hear them all falling, hitting the hedges, squawking, and making noises. The RSPB said the birds may have been disrupted from their evening roost. The wildlife charity said when this happens during the night, it can cause the birds to collide with each other and then fall to the ground disoriented. However, further examination could be needed to confirm the cause of the incident. Pembrokeshire Council confirmed 200 starlings had been found dead in a road and said it was not known how they died. Mr. Sinclair added, In the first wave, people told me the council collected 10 bin bags, trash bags for us Yankees, and I was there later on, so I think quite a few hundred, if not possibly 1,000 birds have died total in the incident. I was there around 11.30 p.m. They were still falling from the sky. It was like the birds were dead before they even hit the ground. It sounds like an episode of The X-Files. Mr. Sinclair said somebody phoned him at home and it took him half an hour to get there. He said the council had been there and then gone by that point. But he too believes the birds were starlings. It's quite dramatic. On the road, they were everywhere. Quite a few dead birds. Blood splattered everywhere. I saw a flash in the sky about an hour previously. It was like something out of a horror film. The cause of this is probably man-made and people need to respect the wildlife. She took a few stunned birds home and is planning to try to release them later on this week. The authority undertook and cleaned up the road and removed the dead birds from the site there is still no clear indication as to what the cause of these birds' deaths were, and the event has been reported to the Animal and Plant Health Agency. That's just nuts. Wow-wee. Like the movie The Boyds. <laughs> the Boyds. The Boyds. That is bizarre, man. In about a week's time, all the way in England, clear over to Mexico... And there's other instances, too. I just didn't want to make this an entire episode about dead birds falling from the sky. But apparently it happened in a few other states in the last month as well here in the U.S. We got uh, dead birds, green goo, and missing pickles. You know, it's everything you really need for a perfect game of Clue. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, why don't we just shift our focus a little bit over... And get things back to the paranormal realm, shall we? Now, Presto, I sent you two videos. You said you watched them. So, you know, get your thoughts on deck here, because we're going to dive in. Okay. <laughs> First of all, back to iHeartRadio from 550 KFYI. Trending headline, 
naked alien photographed in part of Montana known for UFO sightings. Now, they say hunters oftentimes set up cameras on trees deep in the woods to see what kind of wildlife might come into the area. But one in Montana captured a very strange creature, so odd it may not be from this planet. The image in question was snapped by Donald Bromley's camera, recessed deep in the woods of Redgate in Deer Lodge, Montana. And the photo shows an eerily shaped gray humanoid. The area where it was photographed is a hot spot for paranormal activity. Bromley told the local news station that there are often UFOs and other lights in the sky and other unexplainable things. Among the strangeness in the area, cars mysteriously stall out on the road for no reason. Bromley spoke out about the image, saying that he first thought it might have been a person. But the more I look at it, it was just odd. It was out of place and everything just matches the alien persona, the big bulbous head, and you can tell he had no clothes on. It's some kind of transparent being. <sighs> now, Presto, what do you think? We got a naked alien running, <laughs> running by. I don't know. Because it's so transparent, honestly, it looks like a ghost. If you said, like, we caught a ghost on film, I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm on board. But um, you say naked alien, I'm thinking like I'm gonna see like a you know pickle Rick swinging between the legs, and I didn't I didn't <laughs> I, I didn't see anything, you know? Right? It, yeah. It, yeah. It was a white transparent blob, which I mean could have been anything. Um, and so I don't know. I don't know that I necessarily buy alien. It's um, interesting. It's piqued my curiosity, but. Uh, I'm going to go with ghost. I'm not going to go with yeah. alien. I like that. That seems a little more probable. Um, we'll post this photo, among others, from this episode on the Instagram and the Facebook. Let us know what you think. It's interesting, nonetheless. The story goes on to say a nearby resident, Patrick Cutler, has produced a documentary about the area and its unexplained incidents. In the documentary, he posts an interview with Donald in which Bromley describes in more detail um, what went on surrounding the photo. Donald reveals that he has dozens of cameras in the woods, all with the same type of battery. The battery life in the camera should last about a year. But he went on to say this particular camera that caught the photo of the supposed alien died after just two months. He downloaded the photos of it, and the last photo it took was of, you guessed it, the alien. Now, Bromley adds to the location of the camera makes it incredibly unlikely the picture is of a human, explaining that he was only able to access it because it was near a secure private ranch where he worked. But according to him, to get to that spot publicly, it's miles, literally miles to get there, and you'd probably have to drop a thousand feet in elevation just to get to that point, which makes us unrealistic to be a human being. Additionally, none of the other nearby cameras were triggered, which they would have been had somebody been walking in the area of all the cameras. Cue the X-Files music. Ghost dog. <laughs> I think it was Dylan T. Pickle out causing a commotion. Or the ghost of Dylan T. Pickle. Oh, a gherkin ghost. <laughs> Stop jerking my gherkin. Okay, our last story of the episode comes from coasttocoast.com. 
I should say coasttocoastam.com. Watch. A family stumbles upon a Bigfoot near a lake in Kansas? Question mark. A peculiar piece of footage circulating online shows a family in Kansas stumbling upon what appears to be a Bigfoot near a lake, though not everyone is convinced that the scene is genuine. The odd video is reportedly posted on Facebook on a group devoted to a popular state park known as Cheney Lake. It was posted by an unnamed resident of the area last Saturday evening. Alas, the witness did not provide much in the way of detail as far as what they encountered, choosing instead to simply marvel that he and his kids went out for a drive around the lake just now and caught something strange on video. Now in the video, which is shot from the perspective of the driver in the car, the dad explains that he's driving the girls out to check on some stars and get away from the lights. After noticing what they think was a shooting star, they attempt to get to the area where they can get a clear view of the sky, which is when the headlights of the car illuminate a puzzling shape in the distance. One of the man's daughters is first to notice a curious interloper crying out, and the camera is then turned towards what appears to be a bipedal creature crouching down and then running away as if it had been spotted. Now, presto, this is not the first or probably the last Bigfoot sighting in Kansas. But what do you think of the video? What uh, what comes to mind when you see that? So you you redeemed yourself on this one. Uh, the ghost pickle, not so much. Uh, but uh-huh. the, this one, it, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to tell exactly what it is when you look at it. You know, it. Yeah. it you can't see like a lot of detail. You can't see fur, but you know you, you have a dad and his kids, and he's talking about going out and looking at the stars and taking the kids stargazing. And then they pull up, and he comments how the lake, the water line of the lake, is really low, and you you yeah. do see this thing like it's drinking, and then it's like oh shit, and. As far as like the voice of the of the girls go, the children, mm-hmm. um, they if it's like a hoax or a prank, then um, you know they're not a part of it because they act they actually seem genuinely scared. Like, oh my god, dad, turn the car around, let's get the fuck out of here. And um, you, you know the way that it walks off, it it, it you know it's not very humanly. Um, so. You know, everything that we think about a Bigfoot and the way it moves in our mind, that's how this creature portrays in this video. Um, I just wish it wasn't so fucking grainy and in the middle of the night because you really can't see shit. You see a gray blur. It gets spooked and it's like, fuck you, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's your classic grainy Patterson-Gimlin style video, but... I don't know. It's perplexing nonetheless. Like you said, if they faked it, those kids did a pretty decent job. I mean, I don't know. I'm not that smart of a guy. Maybe it's not that hard to get your kids to act freaked out. Or maybe the guy had his friend dressed up in a ghillie suit and the reactions of his children were genuine. It's just the Bigfoot was just a big old crock of poopy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, if I can, I will try to post the Reddit video to our Facebook It's a little difficult because apparently whoever posted the original video on YouTube has since removed the video. I don't know if he's been found out 
or if it's just a simple case of he's taking it down because he's getting too much, you know, heat, he's getting too much criticism, I'm not sure. But the video is on Reddit, so I'll try to get that uploaded. I do have some still shots that I, you know, did screenshots of during the video. There is definite eye shine during one scene as it kind of has stood up and started walking away. It kind of glances, you know, maybe over its shoulder, and you do see a bit of an eye shine in the reflection of the uh, headlights, so... Peculiar nonetheless. Yeah. Well, sadly, I know it's again another short episode, but that does conclude the news, and my voice is just about gone. It, if there, I I have to I have to apologize because I you know to to you not to the listeners, um, because as the listeners are listening to this and your whole rant in the beginning of, of the episode about you know you got your Barry Manilow voice going on, yeah, and uh, they're probably thinking like oh you know Preston will save the day and you know he'll <laughs> he'll cover something and the asshole that I am I I let you do all the talking and I feel really bad about that um, and, 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 and I'm sorry <laughs> hey that's that's what happens sometimes man you know it yeah oh. well hopefully things will line up Steve should be back on the show next week his work schedule got changed again he kind of goes from working you know a month of day shifts to a month uh, a month of night shifts. And it just goes back and forth and back and forth. And with me being sick for like a week now, you know, it just made recording, lining up our times to record just too difficult. But we'll get old Steve-O back on here and get back to the good stuff. Um, I definitely want to do a really fun dive into cremation. And I know he'll have a unique um, vantage point, viewpoint on that as well. So, And then I have an episode planned of reincarnation. Ooh, reincarnation station. For now, folks, thank you for joining us. Please, if you're on the old social medias, check us out on Instagram at PXL Paranormal. Check us out on Facebook, The Pixelated Paranormal Podcast. Preston, what do you got, buddy? YouTube. We're up to 167 subscribers with like 129 videos. One video has close to 2,000 views on it. I know. That's so crazy, man. It, I love it, it. I love it. That is like, holy crap, we're like almost like minor leagues now, you know? <laughs> right. And uh, so, you know, get your asses over to YouTube. Like, subscribe, share, share with all your friends. Um, and then, you know, look, if you don't want to be confused for a Bigfoot in a ghillie suit and uh, you don't want to scare your your buddies, kids, then you need to go over to BigDobsBeardBomb.com and use promo code P-X-L-P-A-R-A and, you know, get yourself some scents like Bay Rum, Dundee Cedar, Sweet Tobacco, Fresh Citrus Mint Classic. Put that stuff in your beard, brush it, comb it out. You'll tame the mame, you'll look good, you'll feel good. Hell, you'll smell good, because we all know, like, Bigfoot smells like swamp ass, and you don't want that going on <laughs> on your face. Right. Get some Dobbs, do yourself a favor, and you don't want to just have the best beard that you can have. There you go. That's all we ask. Have the best beard you can have. Be all that you can be. <laughs> be all that you can beard. Yeah. And if you're in the Wichita area, please stop by and see our dear friend Leslie and the rest of the gang over at CD Trade Post. All right, on behalf of Steve, I'd like to say, 
cheers to the weird shit in the world and those of us that love to talk about it. And stay spooky and stay on the Paranormal Highway. The cast at Pixelated Paranormal would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Pixelated Paranormal is here to tell you tales of the fantastical, the strange, the unknown. Tales that will move you a little further down the Paranormal Highway. If you'd like to share your own listener story, we would love to hear it. Email us at pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. Again, that's pixelatedparanormal at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you. Again, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Pixelated Paranormal, your guide to the unusual and the strange.